Warning, this podcast contains sexual content, graphic language, and bodily functions. Get over it. There are people that exist, let's call them trolls, that's their name. They will just go through hashtags like hashtag feminism or hashtag feminist or feminist art or hoo-ha-ha. And they will, you know, go through these tags to find these feminist posts just to comment on them and say, I hate you, feminism is stupid, whatever. And because of the stuff that we post on the Dirty Girl social medias, we've seen our fair share of that. And one time, we had a post that said, feminism is cancer. So, you know, I go click on the post and, what a, you know, it's a 14-year-old boy in Missouri. (laughs) And I just, God, if we were NPR, we would fly to Missouri, we would knock on his fucking door, and we would say, sweet boy. (laughs) What? What do you think feminism is? Where did you learn that? You know, I'm just so curious. Why? What is driving you to spend your time searching on strangers' Instagrams? And why do you hate feminism? I just think I would love to know. <laughs> if, if you're listening out there, tell us, why are we so cancerous? And I'll tell you why you're a fucking idiot. Our email is Dirty Girl. Is it pod or podcast? I was gonna ask you that. <laughs> I think it's pod. Dirty girl. I thought it was podcast. Oh, the, the, the pod. pod is the social media handle. I thought podcast was the email, but I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I, I like I just pod better because it's shorter. I think it's podcast. It's Dirty Girl Podcast. It is? Was, yeah. Oh my gosh! Include this because it's funny. T- tell them. Tell them. <laughs> You could email us. If you think feminism is cancer, please email us at dirtygirlpodcast at gmail.com. I have to burp. Sorry, that came out weird. I'm Heather Ann Gottlieb, and this is Dirty Girl, the show where women tell stories about the fucked up shit they deal with every day. Because there's more than one way to get dirty. This week's guests were the amazing hosts of the Gender Fluids podcast on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network, Ava Smart and Ariel Norman. We love them. They're amazing. I happen to be in town for South by Southwest, so I thought I'd pop on over to their pad, smoke some dank weed, pet their wiener dog, and chat about gender. Uh, you know who picked me up from the airport that day, right? You're right. It was Santa Claus. Santa pulled up as my Uber in a uh, tie-dye van and a tie-dye jumpsuit. I hopped in, and he he muffled to me that if I wanted a candy cane, it was in the Christmas-themed box to my left. Um, and I said, okay. And, uh, you know, he was an amazing Uber driver. Five stars. And afterward, he gave me his business card. Um, on one half of the card, it's him in his Santa attire, and on the other half, it's his psychedelic mushroom trips business. As you can imagine, my time in Austin was amazing. Two quick notes. When we recorded this conversation in March, Ava was going by Austin, so you may hear the name Austin thrown out there. Also, this is an excerpt from a full conversation. If you want to hear the full episode, please head over to Gender Fluid's podcast feed. (laughs) 
So I'm mm-hmm. interested in your your gross anecdotes, which I like something what do you consider dirty and how do you define that word? I love how we are with um, all kinds of personal hygiene stuff, how we are about tampon stuff, how we are about like, I'm always curious, the gro- the things that I think of, the, uh, the things that I do that I think of as gross, I'm always like, how many other people do this? Am I alone? Or is it 20%, 40%, 80%, whatever? So that's something that I love, you know, I love to like find those things and talk about them on stage and figure out like, do other people revel in ingrown pube surgery, you know? And then when they, <laughs> do you not? Well, a, a pube surgery? Oh, because maybe, I don't know. It depends on like if you shave, if you've shaved a lot down there, then like you get ingrown pubes, you know? Oh, ingrown pubes. Ingrown pubes, yeah. Okay. You know, so then you, do you, have you, have you never you done like that? You pop it or get a safety pin and like Yeah, you get like a safety out. pin and you like have to scrape under it sometimes to like get it free. Why is it surgery? Because you're taking little tiny tools and like scraping under the skin and yeah. freeing a follicle. You know? Ariel also has a medical fetish, so to like engrandize anything is probably sexual. pretty good. It, you say that, but it's not. I see sex. the look on your face when you tell that joke. That's just delight. <laughs> yeah, that's a different. That maybe a sort of sensual uh, <laughs> pleasure, I guess. Or it'll give you. Sensual, it's a physical. Not, I'm not. a bit of a masochist. Sure, I, but it's not like <laughs> sexual. I don't know. So when you get ingrown pubes, uh-huh. you take a safety pin to it, essentially. I mean, I don't get them as much anymore because I don't really, like, shave like that anymore. Um, although I kind of miss that. <coughs> so that's one thing to recommend shaving your pussy is that you do get to have ingrown hair <laughs> surgery anyway. Um, <laughs> wait, so what are you asking? I forgot. What is something that you like to talk about that you think is like in the smaller percentile that people (laughs) relate to? I think I think about sexual taboos more explicitly in my brain than other people do. I think a lot of people enjoy things unconsciously that I like try to figure out and articulate. And then if you really spell out for people what some of the stuff going on inside their brains, it really is. They don't want to hear about that. If that makes sense. Like what? Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people don't want to think about like the Freudian stuff around mothers, but especially not like sisters. And I think people don't want to hear like, cause there's some, well, it's divided, right? Cause now there's people who are getting into like incest stuff, but then other people who like, that's way third rail, you know? So then like how to talk to an audience of people about something like that when people are like pretty in the closet about a lot of stuff if they ha- if they are thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, completely. I like the idea of people being in the closet about like their kinks because mm-hmm. I think it's like, like, yes, yeah, super, super true. You know, people come up to us and talk, maybe this yeah. happens to you where people will tell you stuff that they're not telling other people. Or like, like well, yeah, just because of this podcast in particular, like, because we talk so openly about the things that we're into. And there's like, a world shows, of secret yeah. kink behind a lot of people. You and know? Yeah. I don't know, for me, it's the one thing I wish that, like, for me, it's that I get, fuck, I'm high now. I'm losing all my words. Know, I'm still so high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I really have no idea whether we're, we're making any sense. <laughs> I think you are, but I mean, I 
definitely noticed that because I have points in my set where I ask people who here is kinky, and you get like a smattered kind yeah, of. Yeah, no applause. one's identifying that way publicly. Yeah, but you're right. There is like, but the queer community has like had a huge hand in popularizing like calling people like daddy and mommy, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, the whole like age play dynamic kind of like incest stuff that comes in, right? And so mm-hmm. like. When you like, when I make a joke about calling somebody daddy and it's increasingly got more laughs. The joke hasn't gotten better, but it's like, I think people are getting more comfortable, mm -hmm. but I don't know. It makes me happy because I think, I think I have this like weird relationship with dirty in that I don't, I don't really think much is dirty, but I can see how everybody else does. Right. And so I'm slowly like getting to watch things that I just think of that are normal become not dirty. But for me, it's just like, yeah, that's not, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It's weird to be able to see it and perceive it, but not like be affected yeah, by it. Yeah, we have pretty high thresholds for most things about dirtiness. Yeah. But like, so, so I have a divide with vagina people, right? Like a lot of vagina people will drip dry. They're totally fine with that. Are you, how, how what is your <laughs> feeling on drip, dripping dry? I don't know what this means. Oh, when you pee and there's no toilet paper, what do you do? I'm pretty gross. I've literally taken my hand and be like, totally. It's actually the really great because you can use your arm hairs to sop up the urine and then you can go wash your arm. Um, That's yeah. If it's pee, great. If it's poop, now you have to, you know, figure some stuff out. Right. But so, (laughs) but so before I figured out that arm trick and, um, and, or maybe there wasn't a sink in the situation. And so point being, I've like figured out ways to get to, I like, I'll use a toilet paper roll just to wipe, uh, I've picked up, I've gone like to the floor, you know, at like a nightclub and just oh, like no. torn off the clean parts. Oh no, Ariel. The parts aren't touching the ground or anything. Dude, the other oh. day. The clean parts of toilet paper on the ground? Yeah. Oh, dude, you won't. Or you won't the, from the trash dry, can. You'll fucking That's, grab I'm not gross. No, 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 I'm no. not going to drip we're, dry. We're pausing here <laughs> for a fucking minute. Yes. We, I'm not one of those disgusting women who drips dry. I I'm will find some picks. clean toilet paper it's in the vicinity. It, I would get the clean looks, part. No, not. I'm getting the clean part. Visually, it looks clean, but no, it, I can see the what's happened. Look, it's just a stuff. busy nightclub floor. They definitely do their due diligence and wash this perfectly no, every night. No, it's this I take the top. I rip it off. Bacteria all over I my rip pussy it for off. Sure. Not I rip it off. Where it's I don't not want to let that urine, that urine that I can drink safely. Ugh. I don't want to pull my underwear back up see with how that. We but just I'll have fucking like different wipe. natural. So like I that, happen to have like disgusting. my pee poop. See that's dirty to me. Like. That's exactly, but that's why I'm saying that's yeah. an interesting thing about dirty, right? Ugh. Our thresholds are, are different. For some reason, that doesn't gross me out as much as the feeling. I don't like the feeling of like goop on me, you know. Hey, Los Angeles, did you know we have a live show coming up? Oh my gosh, we do. You can see us live June 23rd at 1:30 p.m. at the Downtown Independent. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we're performing at Rom-Com Fest, the inaugural festival celebrating rom-coms. And we're going to be there celebrating being dirty and rom-coms. It's so exciting. Uh, Tickets are on sale now at romcomfest.com. So uh, I'll see you there. I'll smell you there. Well, let's queef there together. In harmony. A musical of queef. My fa- you mentioned the toilet paper roll. Uh-huh. The best. Ugh, I love that. You take it and you like 
you, you, so you make like hurts. a stamp. Yeah, you make a stamp. You just kind of imprint. Your, yeah, you, kinda, you ring yourself out on you it. You look at it and you're like, that's my, my pussy print. Uh, yeah, you can like a little snowflake. You should do like a... Etsy <laughs> store. For the wiki how for DIY pussy prints. Like, Dude, are we allowed to you sell... You need one. There's probably some gross men, mostly, mostly penis people, who would pay for... Toilet paper rolls that people had like gotten a little urine, urine soaked pussy. I'm sure you could find that somewhere. Let's just put that on Craigslist and see if anyone. You will finds. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because like, do you want hundred I mean, toilet if, paper rolls that I've? <laughs> if people are into used underwear, right? They've got to like, be into. <laughs> and they could probably have sex with it. Yeah. You that's know? fine. That's sure. True. We'll put that in. Hey, you can have sex with it! Exclamation <laughs> mark. <laughs> <laughs> I can just, just see like the YouTube like <laughs> docu series now, like that vi- or vice series that they do on it of like there's a, tr- a new community of men that are fucking toilet paper tubes. The women have used the guys to are just like it's it. it's actually kind of tricky. You have to get enough lube where it doesn't rub your dick raw, but yeah. not too much where it turns to a soggy mess instantly. It's really a lot of time involved. So. <laughs> I start sending specific requests. Please use the Charmin tubes. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't oh, like the rough nice. texture. I like the, you know, how some of them are like glossy, mm-hmm. right? Those are the ones. We start yeah. getting nicer and nicer toilet paper here at the mm-hmm. Safe Space Studios. <laughs> 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 yeah, we do use different types of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Ariel uses very thin toilet paper, which is ridiculous. Like you have two separate kinds of toilet paper? Yes, because uh-huh. I'm in a normal adult and I need some soft cushion. I was raised ju- wrong. What can I say? My, yeah. I was like, my asshole needs to be kept in like, you know, like fucking race car condition. Like that's mine's keep, just know, toughened over time. And keeping it ready for action. Mine's just toughened over time. Yours is kept weak <laughs> by that soft toilet paper. You don't know what you're doing. I would like to w- show you what my asshole goes through sometimes <laughs> and see you call it weak. <laughs> just, oh, get in there. just different kinds of strength. You're like, you're like gym, gym muscles. <laughs> you have like that I have farmer, Buddhist monk strength. Yeah, Buddhist monk <laughs> like, strength. Just like asshole. quiet zen like. Uh-huh. I can come with my mind back there, you yeah. know. <laughs> What are your kinks? I'm truly just a sad vanilla lass. And um You don't like getting spanked at all or like nails on the back or like nail oh I thought I imagine like <laughs> You don't like I people mean, hammering you like nails work that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a crucifixion fetish? Oh, I thought you were cool, yeah. my bad. <laughs> I feel like I've just started experimenting like with sexuality and with like asking for what I want in the bedroom sure. just because you don't know what you want yet. Really. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you don't have to define yourself as vanilla yet. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I don't know. So I want to hear like what I just give me an introduction to this world. I mean, that's kind of oh hard to do. I, Cause it's like, here's the thing. Austin's so deep into that world. It's probably pretty well, I mean, it's also weird for me because it's like I've known I was kinky since before I knew I was like queer, right? Sure. It's like I have memories of being a very small child and just like being fetishy and kinky. I mean, like, okay, this is something. I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, I have odd, odd memories of that. Um, 
introducing you to the King World. I mean, it's kind of the best choose your own adventure live action role play thing that adults get to do. <laughs> right? Cuz because it, there's there are rules but there aren't any rules. So the rules that there are are really just about how to interact with other people and be a good person and be of like, you know, conscientious participant and like a like well-informed respecting participant in this like fun like activity, right? But the, there really aren't any rules so far as, like, what you can and can't kind of, like, get into. You know, you kind of get to pick and find your own way. But, I mean, I don't know. I always tell people, like, think about, like, if you were, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, start simple. Like, <laughs> start really simple. That's why I was like, you know, if you're, like, on top of somebody fucking them, like, Ask him, like, hey, kind of spank me a little bit, right? And just see if you like it and see if you can get in the headspace or, like, what where your head kind of goes. If you're just having sex with somebody, like, it's easy to kind of, like, begin to toy with, like, kind of kinky dynamics. Like, you know, uh, like, yeah, like I said, you know, having, like, nails kind of dragged across your back a little bit. Like, maybe have somebody hold your hands down, like, while you fuck and you push back just a little. You Just, like, small little things to play with different types of power dynamics. Or even just, like, you know, blindfolds are kinky. Like, sensory deprivations, a kink and a fetish all on its own. Some people, that's all they need. It's like a blindfold. That's their favorite thing, right? So mm-hmm. just because it's simple doesn't mean it's not, like... A you're kink. actually yeah, yeah a kink or you're not actually exploring a kink right true yeah i think a lot of people just think of certain kinks as vanilla kinks and so when they're like i'm vanilla it's like well yeah i'm in a spanking or joking or whatever and it's like <laughs> yeah the vanilla kinks you know so it's like that's again it's just yeah. all kind of a spectrum and it's all just i think anyone but, can travel further down but that kind of a, i mean that kind of annoys me that like people don't claim their own kinkiness, right? Mm-hmm. They're thinking of it as being common and they're like, well, I don't want to, I'm not really kinky. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you are like, everyone should say that the more everybody kind of says that the more mm-hmm. normal these things are going to become. And the more people can like talk about it and learn to safely do it. Right. Mm-hmm. This thing that if we're all already doing it, like why aren't we just all kind of talking about it and admitting that it's fun and we like it and that we should have some like great resources to learn like the proper ways to do these things, right? Thank you so much to this week's guests, the wonderful hosts of the Gender Fluids podcast, Ariel Norman and Ava Smart of the Gender Fluids podcast. Also on the Hoo Ha Ha podcast network, please support, like, subscribe, follow, listen to Gender Fluids wherever you get your podcasts. Dirty Girl is produced by me, Heather Ann Gottlieb, along with Cameron Taggy, Tristan Bankston, and Alex Salem. We are distributed by the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network. Our logo was designed by Kevin Laughlin. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast. <laughs>